What's up, everybody? Welcome to another um, Conversations in the Metaverse. As you can see for this episode, I have changed backgrounds. Uh, I'm trying a new setup this time. Um, I'm, I am the derbied one across all socials. I am everywhere you can find me. I'm a creator, a former filmmaker, and I try to be a voice for the people. And as you all know at this point, I really believe that um, people are the strongest and best asset in Web3 and in the metaverse. And it's really about the people behind the project that will tell you a lot about where the project is headed and what it is about. And so I am here today with um, Dream Collab. And uh, sir, I'll give you a, mo a moment to just, uh, you know, to introduce yourself. Thank you, yeah. Th you Derby One. Uh, absolute legend. Love the uh, bowler hat, by the way. Um, Thank you. Very iconic of you. Um, yeah, so my name's Paul. Uh, I, well, Paolo Pablicini. There's a whole bunch of names that people call me, but uh, <laughs> Paul's my birth one. Um, and then I run Dream Collab, and we are releasing Collab Share uh, currently. Um, me, as a person, uh, studied law. Uh, Dream Collab now has been a collection of three of us. Uh, my brother, and uh, also a person from the community that you may have already met, uh, Defiant Streets. Um, I don't think he wants to be docs, so I, I, I'll refrain from um, sp speaking too much about about him, but he's uh, a very, very qualified person, and very, very interesting, and really helping to mentor me onto uh, some of the larger ecosystems and engineering and um sort of corporate governance and how to run a company um but i'm more of the legal side and then we've got my brother now who's just joined the team uh, about six months ago uh and he's a full-on software engineer so we, we've got three really really proficient core members uh and then we've got a fantastic network uh and the derby ones network as well as like a lot of amazing people and we're out here really just trying to help the layer twos of the metaverse so the the creators the people creating the content um both do like be able to monetize their their time and have less anxiety about uh like where the money's coming in and how the how they're going to structure their project and uh, oh, I'm working with an international team, and we're a startup. And it's like I'm in the, I'm in based in Manchester, but um, Defiant Streets is in the Republic of Ireland. You're over in California. How do we like? We've really been problem solving on how do people like us work together um, smoothly without trouble, and like really not needing to have the legal trust because even the legal Trust is quite, it will be super expensive. Uh, there's a whole thing about jurisdiction. Um, so we've been really focusing on smart contracts uh, and how we can really push smart contracts to really help um, help people and businesses work together uh, in a way that they can just trust each other. Or it's not even that they have to trust each other. It's verifiable. We're saying like verified. You don't need to trust. You can when you can verify it. And uh, that's what we've been working on. And that's uh, CollabShare. So we've spent the last five months building this super simple DAP. 
um, but really based on the fundamentals of like contract law and or like fundamentals of how two people would do business together. And um, so there's we can we can get into that later. I don't, I, I'm I'm very aware that I get very technical very quickly. So uh, feel free. I, I tell my brother just to backhand me if I get too technical. So you can feel free <laughs> to virtually backhand me if you like. Yeah, we'll, we will definitely um, dig in deeper. And, but now the audience has a little bit of uh, knowledge of what to expect um, during the course of this interview. Or this, I, I like to call it a conversation more than an interview. But, uh, you know, I'm going to call you Dream Collab instead of Paul for this. Uh, but uh, Dream Collab, I, so you're into law in general, right? Like that's your background? Before yeah, Web3? So I, I, yeah, so I did... Um, uh, law conversion uh before that i was doing broadcast media but i wasn't uh, i i see the metaverse as like a third branch of broadcast after radio tv and then metaverse uh but i i've always found myself very interested in the technology uh rather than standing on screen so i've really focused on um sort of like the technology side but also the legal side um so i've sort of worked through sort of understand like the basics of like media law i found out that basically didn't realize i was going to be good at law until i went to university and then we had a few modules and i was like oh this kind of clicks with me so uh i carried it carried it on uh did like media law contract law business law english law chinese business law um european law uh so i've had i've had a good mix of a whole bunch of different um, sort of variations of law, uh, different areas of law. And so um, we've applied that, like a lot of the fundamentals of that, which are basically human interactions, especially in a business setting. And we've just reduced that down to collab share, which, and you, you'll see traits of it in, uh, in Dream Collab as well, of like how to organize the marketplace. And that really comes down to, sort of a passion project of mine when I was 16, but the past six months have really been focused on uh, the building block, which will later feed into Dream Collab, but that's Collab Share. And that's not necessarily metaverse orientated, but it's going to be very, very uh, useful in terms of uh, how multiple people interact with each other. And where in our field, we've got, you've got, people like myself, you've got people like uh, the designers, you've got people supplying the music. If it's a history sort of tour around, uh, like I was I was given an example of like a Jack the Ripper tour in London, for example, uh, would be like, okay, well, you need a historian involved. So there's a whole bunch of people that come into creating the content. It's a bit like uh, you do have a, you do have a background in sort of uh, film, is it? Am I, am yes. I mistaken? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a whole bunch, yeah. there's a whole bit, bunch of people who work behind the scenes to make stuff happen. And, um, ton <laughs> is this, yeah, a ton. And there's slightly <laughs> less at the moment in, t in our metaverses, but there's still an awful lot. And if we want, really want to blow out the quality and blow out the stuff, there's going to be even more people coming in and jumping in and doing different things uh, like developers, unity, unity developers, artists, um, game designers user experience like there could be a whole load of people that come in together and so this is like where we're sort of 
a stepping stone from the DAO and these sort of like governance structures of how do these people interact? How do we um, provide a contract that they can then use? Uh, how do we monetize the industry? Because even the likes of MVMF last year, 25,000 attendees really struggled to monetize it last year. And so hopefully uh, this month we'll be able to uh, help monetize it and work with uh, using Collab Share, which is one of the uh, key sort of driving points to why we really pushed the development of this DAP first was for MVMF right. and getting it out so, there and get it ready for that. Um, we'll get a little bit deeper into that, but I, I want to ask you, um, you said that you kind of discovered law when you were in university you said it kind of clicked with you what about it like clicked with the way you know you think and the way your brain kind of just reacted to the information what do you think like drew you in um or do you know yet <laughs> i i don't know i think it i think it's something subconscious really um yeah but it's it's really hard to tell because i've done a, a whole bunch of stuff i've tried architecture i've tried i've tried uh, like journalism I've tried all sorts and it was um just cross off things that I can't see myself doing uh and then I sort of found found law uh well now now I still still get invited out because we work a lot with law firms uh pie in the sky dream sure. would be to get law firms to start adopting this technology as well so uh but that's pie. We'll, we'll, we'll get that's yeah that, that would be insane but um we'll see yeah. hey you you, you got to shoot for the stars you know and yeah if you land on top of mount everest you're still good you know what i mean oh yeah um, I, I, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big uh I, I i love big vision long vision i think that's what it takes to drive forward but um so like as a kid you know in your childhood do you think there's anything that you can identify maybe just now that maybe like kind of push you towards law or even architecture or journalism? Like, why did you go down that route or try um, those routes? I, well, I, I did a, I don't think this motivate, move, motivated me towards law, but um, I, well, actually, yeah, I do. I do this. I, I think I've, I've just like, when I was a teenager, uh, well, my parents both lost their jobs in the financial crisis in 08. Um, mm. They both started up their own companies and I started doing a lot of graphic design for them, doing like leaflets, different like stuff, uh, because I'd, I'd, un I'd like, had an understanding of it. I started doing that for other people and other people whilst also working behind a bar. This was when I was like, uh, well, I was a bar back when I was like 16, 17, I'd, I'd hear a little conversation of like, oh, we want to start a company. I was like, oh yeah, I'll do your leaflets, I'll do your logo, da 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 da. Um, and then there was a construction company that didn't pay me. I was like, ah, oh, I'm really, really annoyed that I, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I don't have the funds to go to small claims court. I didn't, well, I didn't really understand what it was. La di da di da. And so I think at that point, um, at that point, I was kind of put myself in a bit like a, a bit of a hole because I'd kind of gone all in on graphic design. And then, so I was like, oh, how do I learn this? And so that kind of motivated me to like find a stepping stone uh, to like at least understand a bit about like media law and like copyright law and all that sort of stuff. And 
that's kind of what propelled me into the journalism direction. Um, so I took that step and because I had really good grades, um, I managed to get in, I managed to get into the top university uh, for journalism in the country, even though I'd <laughs> taken a step back uh, and focused um, pretty much entirely on graphic design for a good three, four years. Um, but yeah, they managed to ex get accepted there and it was a big jump for me. Uh, starting first first week after freshers, which is uh, I, don't, I don't know what, is that is that a thing in the it must be a thing, but I can't remember. I don't know what the term is. The first week of university is always a big party, but then the first week after that was eight a.m. starts Monday to Friday, learning shorthand. I was like, ah, oh, I can't drop out of this because <laughs> I look terrible. <laughs> so I just I just gritted my teeth for gritted my teeth for three years and just got it done. But um, yeah, it's that that led me to law. Realized I really enjoyed it. Re could see the utility in it. I already had that creative side. The logical side came in with the law, and then uh, I think technology is very much a blend of creative and logical. It's like you've got to really be logical with the processes, but you're trying to be creative with what you're trying to build. And like, so you've got to find something new that's useful and all this sort of stuff. And so there is a lot of creativity involved in um, the development. Um, so I guess technological development kind of stemmed from that. I've always had a an affinity for uh, tech anyway. So loved love trying out new things, new gadgets and all that sort of stuff, if I could get my hands on it. Uh, and yeah, it just seemed like a natural progression. And so um, when I graduated, well, I was I started doing like wireframes and all this sort of stuff of like, oh, what what could I do? What what's inside the realm of possibilities? Like, how do how do I break it down? Um, and then, yeah, feel free to interrupt me anyway. Uh, and then during it kind of was like a side project for a while. Like, how do I build a marketplace? Da, 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 da. I've got these wireframes. I've started to learn the law, all, the, all this sort of stuff of how, how to do it. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And I was like, okay, well, I've, I've got a, a load of time. Let's just get this built. Uh, let's get an MVP built. And so I started building. Um, and whilst I was building, my brother's gone, into, like, gone down the software engineering route. So he's been working, building, developing. He started coding when he was like 16. So he's, he's really, really good now. Um, really, really proficient. Being asked to go and do a PhD. Uh, he's trying to find one in artificial intelligence or something like that. So um, it's going to take a, take a while, but he's going to do a PhD on the side as well whilst working with us. Um, and so that would be good give us better university connections and all that, all that good stuff that comes with academia as well. So we don't, uh, we keep our edge and maintain our edge as well moving forward. Um, but yeah, so he, he can was developing that. Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. Um, I, can you tell us the moment? Cause I don't know this, the answer to this question either, but like, how did you get into web three? Like what's the origin story there? How'd you discover it? What drew you in? So I like. Do I tell the extended story? Or do I tell... So I get. Yeah, I guess tell the, the extended the, story. The, Go for it. So the the real jump in 
was um when it, during the pandemic and i really took the step into like not only just buying stuff on the internet but also um <laughs> but also um like developing on like ethereum i think that was that was in the pandemic with uh hexagonaut uh who's like uh, a relative of mine um i won't go into too much detail because he, he's also not doxed as well so i don't, <laughs> don't want to reveal who he is but um yeah he's a relative of mine and he was showing me he like we were chatting and he was just he told me about ovr and i was just like oh, okay I, I like the sound of that it's everything clicked in terms of like oh it's uh like broadcasting I, I, in my mind in immediately went uh you sound broadcasted to radio video broadcasted to tv video games are getting broadcasted to the ovr metaverse or the metaverse in general and that's what i, I was just like oh i see how that can feed into everything that i sort of learned in journalism uh, and i learned at the university and i was just like oh it's not actually it seemed like a logical step at least to me uh and i I think a lot of people can see it and I, I, I don't think it's going anywhere any anytime soon. I think it's going to keep growing and it is going to keep expanding, but I definitely see it in that whole sort of like broadcast piece. And so, yeah. So then I was like, okay, I've got that. I had some, I had some stuff on like Binance and like bought some crypto and all that sort of stuff, but I didn't really have like MetaMask, um, sort of learned solidity, uh, learned, I really started from the ground up, really, um, and then just sort of picked it up over the pandemic. Just was just like, how spend sixteen hours a day? Like, how how do the nuts and bolts sort of work together? How do we get built? How do we get all working? Um, and then, luckily, my brother is a software engineer, so he'd just sort of lean over. Uh, I'd get him round. I'd bribe him with. At the time, I was bribing him with pizzas and burgers. And he'd just sort of lean over it from his computer and be like, you fucking idiot, like, just change that. And it'd, just be, it'd, be, it'd be so something so minor to him. But for me, I've been smacking my head against the wall for about an hour. So, um, or like even a day. And yeah, so he, he'd sort he like, he's really, really incredible. I'm very, very lucky to have him. Um, and yeah, he's uh, just gone into the other room now, but he's been busy um developing uh collab share now for the past like five months he's got learned everything got everything sorted we've got a whole bunch of features that we've just been sort of like refining down to make him make it as like simple ux as possible we want like essentially we've learned a bunch of mistakes or a bunch of uh places where we've like gone too far made it over complicated from dream collab and right now we've just reduced it down just to like as simple and um, as intuitive as we possibly could. Now, if <laughs> there might be, we might need some refinement on that. We'll have to wait until after launch, but um, it's it's it, it's super sleek, and the people have see, who have seen it have been like, I really like it. And I, I, launches in like seven days, I think. Yeah, I saw that. So um, seven days from the day of this recording. I don't know. It might already be out by the time. Actually, it'll probably be pretty close to out by the time anybody watches this. Um, it, can you tell us in just a couple sentences what um, Collab Share is? Like if you had to, if you were going into a Twitter space and you had 
20 seconds to pitch collab share how would you what would you say it's a codeless smart contracts that you can generate so that you can code or you can uh program the cash flow so that's probably a little bit overcomplicated but it's just really simple you add shares of and your wallet address i add shares of my wallet address and then we give you a code and you know for a fact that as long as that code's used, your predetermined shares will determine how much money you get in. So if you get 20%, I get 10%, Etienne gets 10%, and let's say Defiant Streets get gets the rest, um, we'll like we'll instantly give you a code. So it's like imagine you signed a contract with a lawyer or something like that. You're like, okay, instantly got a code. You know, as long as you use that code, you, that wallet, that that payment address, you're getting your shares. So it's it's super simple. It's not it's not the most complicated thing, but it's really really useful to because it's verifiable. So and like we've got a nice like UI. You'll be able to see it. You'll be able to invite people in. Uh, you'll be able to see the ones that you've been invited into. Um, I think I've overcomplicated that as well. I've got we we need to get someone in for the marketing, but um, we we're, we're working on that. We're trying to find a marketing co-founder. If anyone uh, if anyone's good at talking and simplifying things, or I, I get too technical too quickly. So, but yeah, it's just how do two people interact with each other, and how can you not only trust people internationally but verify where like where the money's going so it's just it's just a simple tool for early startups who are just trying to test out how they work together different projects different teams um and then our goal is to make it layered up so you can create larger governance systems uh tips systems and um there's a whole bunch of like decentralized autonomous organization doubt sort of stuff that would feed into it um the more i've been learning about crypto and the more i've been learning about well it just feeds into like the governance side of things so like the DAOs and all that sort of stuff the more i realize how much of game changer that could be like you uh, i mean i've got a, like an idea in my head of how you could essentially recreate the whole like westminster parliamentary system which is like the foundation of like UK, English law, as well as like, like I think I'm pretty sure places like Japan and stuff like have adopted it. You could recreate that, which has taken thousands of years, and then to uh, about a thousand years to like get to its current form, and uh, it's quite a stable form. And you could recreate that in code, so like you might integrate it into. It's quite it's quite a big thing to create, but it's like uh, it might slow down your organization a bit. But if you wanted to create a DAO, which was fully the replica of uh, the way that the English government with the two chambers interact with each other, like you can do that on crypto. And I think that is, that is going to be a bit of a game changer in terms of how people see the, like the world and how transparent uh, government governments are. Um, so, yeah, I think like there's different, like, it's just governance structures are quite interesting and you learn about them in in law whether it's corporate law or public law um but 
yeah, that side of things is an extension of what, well, I suppose if you use stuff like factory DAO, uh, I think that's Dr. Nick Holman's factory DAO, and like you connect it with us, you could recreate that today. Um, or at least when this comes out, you'll be able to recreate it. So there's a whole bunch of um, ways we could go go from here, um, whether that's for businesses, for all sorts, basically. I know Cardano is spending a lot of time trying to help uh, make transactions transparent in a bunch of different places. So. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, for, for this in particular, it's just startups how does it how does that work how does um a startup trust people internationally without having a legal system without having the need for uh all sorts so yeah there's a there's a whole bunch of ways that this could go i think we're just going to focus on the here and now which is um building up building up startups, building up teams, allowing like in, in a band, in a song, you can create, like add all the people. So you might have like featured artists with the drummer and all that all together. Um, they can, like the drummer might get 20%, the singer might get 30%, the a featured artist might get 40%, la di da di da. That can get into uh, like a song, that code, that code will then be used to every time, like hopefully in web three music places. So it'd be like, okay, that code can then be sent out to all these um, web three music streaming services or wrapped into an NFT, for example. And then you can wrap that that in another one, in, a, in a, another structure um so then that could be like the album so you could have like multiple singles inside an album and then multiple albums inside so like there's a whole bunch of essentially it's it's really really fundamental part of like how humans interact both on like a one-to-one -one basis but all the way up like it could like go all the way up because it's such a fundamental part of how people interact that's that's what i'm trying to say i'm not i'm not trying to say that we're gonna go do like music or government it's just it's just an application where you can just tie in people and you can tie in projects that you want to do and then you know for a fact that as long as that code is used you're getting your money based upon the predetermined shares does that make sense it does it does um and so is it wind. is mainly going to be on ethereum is that the focus yeah ethereum um for like, now we have to, like yeah i mean we've we've got like, obviously all the ethereum based solidity ones uh we we can we want to do it on rust as well uh then we met someone at the board apes arcade who was on flow so we'll see how the talks go with him but like like i said we we can like like uh, I, both me and my brother are quite good with languages. Um, anyway, so he's and he, I, I tested him on picking up the Solidity, and he, it took him a month to uh, to learn Solidity. It's very close to JavaScript, um, so he was 
like it, it took him a month to become very proficient at it and now he's he's become very good at it so um we are gonna create it on a bunch of different platforms and a bunch of different um languages as well and then but like we need to it's it's not creating the the smart contract on different languages that's the issue uh it's just making sure that everything's securely nested and, and like like the structure of the website is uh correct so that we can bounce from one api uh to one network to another uh that's going to take a little bit more time than we've actually got right now oh yeah we also near protocol as well but that's on rust um and solana's also on rust so we're aiming to aiming to do them just after polygon so that'll be very very soon uh, as soon as we've got it on polygon we'll move over to the rust unless this flow guy is we'll see, we'll see about we'll see about that but um yeah we'll we've got we've got we've got big plans for the next next few months anyway so keep cracking on and uh, as we just need to get a bigger team really we're really handicapped by the the amount of time that we can put in like uh at the moment there's three of us uh which is good we probably need to get a marketer uh and maybe another couple of devs um but it's take it took me 10 10 months so i started off i think last time we chat i was a solopreneur um but now um now there's three of us and it's taken 10 months of projects with ken like we're doing stuff with leicester and we're, we're still doing stuff with leicester and stuff with like ha uh, Hannah from Karma Head and uh, and the guys from Lifetime High, uh, the architects. We're still running those projects in the background, um, but it was like through those projects that I managed to build the team with Ken and really found that we were a really good partnership, uh, really good like uh, work, good as a as a team. And then my brother and I, um, because as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we both lived through our parents losing their jobs in 2008 and starting up their own companies and us having to uh, really pull pull together to um to help like do the design work get the website sorted all that all that good stuff um for pretty much pure survival so um yeah so i i trust him like to the end like end of the world basically uh for, yeah for the, the, anyway. the few times i've gotten to talk to defiant streets um he's he's really good people i've really enjoyed my combos with him and you know i kudos to you man because like a lot of people have ideas and they just never start right everything starts somewhere um so if it took you 10 months to get those three that's better than uh, never starting at all you know mm. um it it's, doesn't matter when you start do. or how you start but it's it's a matter if you start yeah so and building, building a don't. team building a team's incredibly hard um it's really really difficult finding people who are passionate finding people who have the time finding like how you're going to work together um how like because disputes are going to happen and it's how how do they handle those situations is it all going to blow up in your face in like two months time and it's like right okay so <laughs> Uh, we've gone we've got like we've like that's why we started off with like smaller projects and uh worked our way up and i think that's 
also where we really see the value and like the inspiration for collab share come came along was okay we've got a bunch of these smaller projects with like with the likes of lifetime high with the likes of leicester uh with the likes of hannah which uh that was a bit of a larger project and i don't know the music industry all that well so it wasn't it but like we we had we had some great conversations uh she's absolutely smashing it at the moment doing talks at like nft london and she's gonna absolutely kill it with the head project and uh a whole music mothership and um there's a whole bunch of stuff that she's she's doing and she's gonna absolutely kill it and she is absolutely killing it um so i definitely recommend checking that out um but yeah it's just these smaller projects build the team how how do we do that and that's where we have built the tools that we wish we had in those situations where we could just be like okay we've got a minute okay set up um get all the shares out okay we've got a payment link okay let's get this project out let's get it built uh let's and we 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 can we can roll with it um we're implementing it into uh our gorilla piece uh with a really really uh amazing dj called al gibbs who does the official beatport top 10 uh now beatport is like the number one platform where djs go and download their music uh because you can actually download it as opposed to just owning a license to it like you can have on spotify or apple music it, it allows you to really download even the web files which are like the raw raw files so that they can upload it onto their cdjs uh like dj decks all that sort of stuff so yeah so that's a really good partnership and it's all like what we've built is just like a it's just a fundamental of like how how do we how do we work together how do we trust each other internationally and so it's it can be as big or as small as as you want it really uh it takes about a minute to set up a single contract uh our goal is to enable um you to nest them into larger structures um we have been testing that uh, we want want to add in an automatic feature, which we've been testing, but there's slight slight things with gas, so we're probably going to hold that off. But we've got a meeting with Chainlink later down the, uh, later this week to get that sorted. Um, that that will really help with like the tip jars and larger structures, so you don't have to manually get it to flow through the entire structure. You'll be able to set it and leave. But that, like I said, that's going to take a bit more time to. Um, to perfect and we've got chat with Chainlink later this week to, to help sort that out. But um, it works, but there's a gas hard gas limit at the moment. So uh, we just need to make sure. Yeah, we've got an internal payment. So my brother's just came in his room. He's giving me the, uh, give me the uh, technical details. We need to put an internal <laughs> payment method, which is, which is fine. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get that sorted. But, uh, <laughs> He's getting, he's getting super technical. That, that way we can increase the gas and uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. But um, yeah, it's sort of building these larger structures is a really so, interesting part. You guys are launching later, you said in about a week. What date are you launching? Well, we're not, we're not, we're not going to launch the automatic uh, straight away. Um, that, that's going to take a bit more testing, but the, the, rest, the rest is all ready to all ready to go so uh we'll be able to bring that in after um but like yeah we're 
the splitting, all that sort of stuff, all works great. Uh, we're just toying with a couple extra features so to see if we can put it. When, when is the initial launch? Seven days time. So, uh, yeah, so the 14th. So the 14th. And so from the 14th to the 17th, is that when MVMF starts? Um, we'll be working to help, like, bring people on, set up the tip jars. Um, the There's going to be a whole flood of people who are going to start releasing their stuff to MVMF, and we'll get all, we'll just be, it'll just be a big uh, speed run to make sure that everyone's sorted on that, and then uh, we'll create tip jars for them um, so that we can promote that out to uh, people and people can tip the artist they can tip uh the festival and then the artist gets paid as well and there's a it's just a way to to monetize the thing through a well uh, ideally a top down and bottom up so you have individual payment links for each artist or each experience which gives primarily the money to that experience so that the really outstanding ones that people want to donate to uh, receive their funds and then a proportion of that goes to the core team who have spent months developing this whole festival and then also a central one which goes to all the artists and um, there's been talks about uh, you know how they film certain ones so there might be slightly higher weighted ones for the ones that are getting filmed uh, just because there's going to be a large thing so we're working we're working with them on um, a different sh like uh, like a structure that's fair and reasonable uh, for everyone. So we, because we want to maximize artists' revenue, uh, but we shouldn't let, we shouldn't forget that there's been 20 people who have been working for the past five months to make sure this has happened. And unfortunately, there's certain circumstances now that they're going to have to um, they're going to have to battle out. Uh, we won't go into that too much detail, but um, uh, I think. <laughs> We'll, we'll so, have to see. For, for those listening, um, for those listening that aren't familiar with MVMF, it's uh, the Multiverse Music Festival. Um, it's a yearly festival. This is year number two, starting on November seventeenth of twenty twenty two, and it's a uh, you know it's a music and arts and even speaker festival happening across different metaverses on different chains, like all over the place. Um, we have we mutually have some friends that are heavily involved and they're very 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 much web3 focused um i am super interested in, in the project itself i went to one or two stages last year plan on visiting this year and then maybe for the third one i'll actually get involved behind the scenes but it's nice that um dream collab or like collab share is helping to support it and helping to make sure that everybody gets um, paid fairly and through the opportunities. Yeah, so uh, I, I love the bottom-up structure. Yeah, both. Yeah, like, I think both will be good because there's. Um, I think the bot the the top-down one will be good for all the artists because even if you're a small artist and you haven't like been promoted very much or you haven't got it, but you've managed to get into like uh, the MVMF um, sign-up sheet, uh, you'll have your you'll have your uh, payment wallet in there. Um, you'll be able to find the, um, I'll, I'll, I'll repost the, uh, the sign up sheet on my, uh, I'll pin it up on my web on my, uh, Twitter, uh, when this comes out as well, so that you can make sure that you're, you're part of that. 
And that that would mean that anyone who's tipping the festival as a whole, uh, all the people who have signed up to it will get a proportion of that. Uh, and then the, the, the bottom up one is great as well, because then each artist will have their own, um, will have their own pot and that will be dedicated to them. And then a, a fraction of that will go up to the core team as well. So that really enables the artists and the people within the artists, like, so the, the mute, like we said before, like whether it's the designers, the music, the, all these people who come together to build an experience can all get it. Uh, as well as a part of the the core team as well. Uh, then it's it's going to be interesting connecting it with DAOs and all that sort of stuff because that's um, 100% possible uh, in terms of what we're doing. So it's just addresses, wallet addresses uh, back and forth. So yeah, uh, we'll be connecting different DAOs. There might be investors into certain meta, um, metaverse experiences who want to uh, like, Essentially, all the business side is left to you guys to decide how you structure it. Um, we are working on, like, if, if you want a hand, like, coming up with some solutions and stuff, there are, like, we can, we can help you out with that. Uh, we've got some plans to really help build out certain presets sort of thing uh, based upon, like, industry standards to really uh, optimize the use and help the use cases and uh, la -di -da -di -da. but at the moment it's it's very flexible it's super simple very flexible you put the wallet address of each person and the number of shares and we can handle up to a trillion shares uh well we can handle up to a quadrillion but we capped it at a trillion but if you think of a use case for uh, more than a trillion uh let us know and we'll, we'll increase it to one quadrillion but i think uh, you're gonna have some issues <laughs> finding a valid use case that's kind of awesome though up to a trillion that's a that's 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 a big number um but yeah. how, how can so like where what is the website that people can visit and how can people get in touch with you and the team directly if they have questions or maybe have ideas or um you know maybe looking yeah. for work uh yeah we're always looking for um people to chat to and like come with their ideas and network we are on twitter uh, Dream Collab, that's collab with a K and two L, L's. So that's D R E A M K O L L A B. And you can find us at that on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, and then Collab Share is uh, K O L L A B S H A R E uh, dot com. So collabshare.com is the website that will be launching uh, the DAP. And uh, you will be able to, we've also created the handles for that, but we'll mainly be using the main channel for now, uh, just because it's going to take time to build up the, the traction on the at Collab Shares uh, Twitter accounts and stuff like that. So um, yeah, dreamcollab.com is the main, is the main uh, project. And these Collab Shares are a fantastic building block to where we think at the moment this industry is progressing now it might not necessarily progress to what we've already determined but um yeah if if <laughs> essentially I've, we've spent a year uh we can't get too attached to that concept got like like if 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 the industry moves in a way that that um invalidates that concept of dreamcolab.com 
not collab share. Collab share is very fundamental uh, to like hundreds of years of like human interaction, but in Web3. So, but Dream Collab is an MVP, uh, which was built based upon where we projected the market. Uh, I thought I was competing against multinationals. So I was just like, I can't compete on the next step, or at least I didn't think I could compete on the next step. So I was like, let's think two steps ahead and then we can rein it in from there. And I think, I think the market's progressing into it. Um, but yeah, we're just taking a step back from that main overarching project and working on the building blocks of like what we need to, to do it. So that'll be, uh, well, this one's collab share then we'll have collab escrow or, um, uh, dream escrow. Uh, don't know how we're going to brand it yet, but that requires, uh, FCA approval and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, we're, we're running through all that at the moment, um, making sure that we're all approved legally, uh, making sure that everything's above board so that we don't just get shut down and retrospectively, uh, <laughs> find and all that nasty nasty stuff that you don't I mean I, I I really love that you're thinking about the picks and the shovels right this is a picks and shovels game at the moment um, uh, like the 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 basics are still being built in the space there's still some new technology that needs to come out I mean that's exactly what happened with social that's exactly what happened with the internet as, as a whole, when it first started, right? The picks and shovels needed to get built. It doesn't sound too quote unquote sexy, but it's very, very, very much needed. Um, and I really love that. Like I've gotten to know you a little bit over the year um, that I've been in the space. You're one of the first pu people I met. Um, and I probably met you through Hexadized because I met everybody through Hexadized. Uh, yeah, he knows everyone. And so I'm really glad that that your um your heart because every time i i've heard you speak and maybe the it, it does and doesn't come across necessary in this because we got pretty technical in this conversation but your heart has always seemed to be in the right place and you always seem to be a um, a man of the people and supporting so i'm really glad that you with the the way you're focused are part of the picks and the shovels like that that says a lot to the community and i think um, really gives a good ground base for how Web3 is being built and where it can go. So uh, I just wanted to thank you for your work and um, being one of the pioneers, sir. Well, thank you very much. Shilling a little appreciation. That, mean, that, mean, that means a lot. Uh, yeah, you, you've been fantastic the entire way as well. So I'll give you your flowers as well as um, being great at communicating. We had our uh, first podcast. I actually got told to stop doing podcasts by by a potential investor about a year ago. So I shut down my weekly podcast because uh, he was like, "You're giving all your ideas away. Stop doing it." So I was just like, "Right, okay, that's fine." Um, but yeah, picks and shovels, fundamentals. Like I would like I, like OVR is a sexy product. Um, we're very much like. <laughs> bricks and mortar. I think that's, that's what I've been told by the, the investors around here as well as like, you go into our office and you're like, uh, try and tell them collab share. And they're all like property investors. Like they don't really do like technology if it's not like energy grid or something like that. And they're just like bricks and mortar, bricks and mortar, which is very, uh, Northern English thing to do anyway. But, um, yeah, they're, they're all very like just down to the basics. And I think,
we're just sort of we're not trying to push the boat out too far with collab share it's very much based upon traditional interactions and literally just taking what's already out there and what's already available and bringing it into web3 um just which completely changes the game in terms of like international uh business and be, actually being able to do an international startup which i think even 10 years ago would have been an absolute nightmare to do with web2 um now you can because you don't have to have like even a shared paypal or something like that maybe at push you would have been able to do but like now it's like no you've got your full on security now it's interaction between the wallets um it's cross-border transactions it's token token tokenized and web yeah it's just it's just another level of freedom that i don't think uh we've been able to do and so we hope that like people who game together like uh people who like us communicate through these forums and these chats and we have like ideas and we're just like oh wouldn't it be great if we did this and then it's like okay well that's it's i love creating i i just love building stuff um and so if we can remove some of that anxiety from it uh and just be like right okay well let's let's all dedicate a bit of time to this but if we strike it big mickey or uh i don't know I'll just pick a random name um gertrude or whatever runs off with the money i don't know any gertrudes um yeah, like gertrude in I don't know, Snowdonia or something just runs off with them, runs off with the money and you never see them again. Um, you're just like, right, okay, well, great. That's uh, like, you couldn't do that. But like now we're just like, back. well, with Web2, that, that could have happened very easily. And with like accountants and all this sort of stuff, it's like who manages the money is the very critical part of any sort of organization. Uh, and that's why you have like chartered accountants who are like, have um like a legal holding and all this sort of stuff but with web3 because you can code the flow of money and you can direct people but you can direct money based upon shares it really removes a lot of that anxiety that you've got of like like you might not trust me and i, I like i'd say i'd say to all of you don't trust me just verify like you can look at the code you can do do all the byte code and you can have a look at it and it's just like right okay great uh it, you can go through it all um and it's it's the same with when you're using the DAP, it's it's verifiable. It's like, okay, I know for a fact that I'm getting twenty percent and I can see that in my in my website. That's uh, and uh, I can see that on all my documents and um on the UI. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit tired of it. I have actually walked from uh, from Hammersmith all the way up to Manchester. Well, I did I did a big journey with a load of bags and it's getting a little bit late now, so um my mind's starting to go, but um, you're good. Yeah. You're good. I think. Uh, I think on that note, um, in respect of your time and your energy, I just uh, we'll start to wrap up. I um, so once again, everybody, go to uh, a share or collab share right dot com. Yeah, collab share. Um, K O L L A B S H A R and the dot com. If you want to check out the journey of this project. Uh, you know, their very first use case is MVMF, which a lot of people in the metaverse and Web3 space are very aware of. So um, congrats on that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it progresses. And in the future, I'll be there to help retweet and 
give you your props that you so well deserve. And um, thank you for helping to build part of the infrastructure of this space. And uh, thank you. You know, I'll give you last words and then we'll, we'll sign off. No, I think that's fantastic. I just um, thank you very much for having me on. Um, yeah, you don't like it's just verify. You don't have to trust just a kid from the north of England. I just want to make sure that everything that we do is verifiable. Um, yeah, that's 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 it. Um, have a have a great have a great evening. Or what time's that over there? It must be two in the afternoon. It, so. It's uh, noon. Oh, is it's it noon? noon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in uh, on uh, Pacific time, aren't you? Yeah. So that's 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 great. We're getting everything sorted. We'll get everything built. Everything's coming together really nicely. Be great to have you all. And um, we've had a fantastic week. Um, just want to do one more shout out on Fridays at 9 p.m. UK time. So that will be one one in the afternoon for you guys. Uh, we do the metaverse top t official top 10 for beatport and that's huge because at a very minimum you've got really good music and visuals and then there's also the social experience so come come and join us it's game changing there's going to be live events as well and we'll be doing live events that are streamed directly into the metaverse as well with al gibbs uh coming soon so that there's a whole load of stuff that we are working on and building and it's all coming together and they all fit together nicely in this great little jigsaw that we've got going on and uh, all fitting into into a larger machine. And so we're going for a funding round. And we're just going to blow it all out of the water. So let's uh, blow the lid off this thing. Let's build an industry and let's get the um, the sticks and shovels or what do you say, picks and shovels and let's get it all built and yeah get all sorted. keep on building my friend congratulations on everything um it's been fun to watch your journey and uh getting to know you better as time goes on and perhaps one day we'll work directly together but with that said y'all thank you for coming in to conversations in the metaverse um weekly podcast i've got two more scheduled and a few more um after that looking at so stay tuned and if you know what I'm about to say, please say it with me. Be a nice human. Peace. Be a nice human. Thank you, everybody. Great shit. Cheers, everyone.